Hello, everyone. Welcome to Brew Jackets, a fun Blue Jackets themed podcast. My name is Kevin. Joining me tonight, we have my guy, Hefty Duck, my guy, Owen, my guy, William, my guy, Hartsy, and my guy, Wyan. Welcome to the show, everyone. Let's let, let's have some fun. CBJ. CBJ. Had to do it, man. I don't, yes, I don't know if you're yes, gonna do it yes. or not. <laughs> I love with BJ's. Oh yeah, BJ's best thing around. Um, yeah, team. Uh, anyway, wow, it's been a hell of a week. Uh, I guess we, we it hasn't been a full week because we were here Saturday with an after dark, uh, which was really fun to do. Yeah. Uh, but we got a game tonight, so we're gonna do a little bit of a pregame kind of stuff. Uh, not too terribly much, but uh. Keep it PG tip fucker. Oh, okay. Um, well, yeah, but uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, sorry, private chat shenanigans going on here. So, anyway, like I said, there's a game tonight. They are going to be playing the Montreal Canadiens. Um, first 10,000 fans tonight. I'm so bad. I got, I got to go to the game on Monday. I wish I would have went to tonight because there's supposed to be um, a Boone Jenner bobblehead for the first 10,000 people. That looks sick. Uh, wish it were me. Uh, for real though so um we'll talk a little bit about this we haven't seen the hat have we played the habs this year earlier already anybody what have we played the habs already this year yes okay Mm -hmm. cool and we lost to them i believe right yeah 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 of course we did um so here it is here's payback i don't know if we play on two or three times this um this whole uh so it goes like this. So you play your division. So it's division opponents four, everyone else in the Eastern Conference three, then Western Conference is two. Right on. So um, it seems like we will be seeing them uh, a third time. So hopefully we can get one tonight. So that way we have a chance at winning the series for the season against the Montreal uh, Canadiens. But um, – so anyway, Hartsy had to go. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> no, but um, anyway. So uh, let's real quick. So I said I was at the game on Monday, and since that was the big one, so we've won three out of our last four games. Um, and one of the biggest wins by far was beating, at the time, the number two team in the entire NHL, and that was the Boston Bruins. And it wasn't just like uh, one goal game or something. Sorry, why? <laughs> we lobby. Uh, we uh, we heard them pretty good, and uh, I'll tell you a little bit about my experience on Monday. So um, you know, it, it is a Monday night game, so it's a it's a weekday game. On a Monday, you're not gonna, already not going to get that many people in the stands, or as many, I should say, as other games. And, you know, we haven't been doing the most fantastic this year. And so, you know, there was quite a few Bruins jerseys in there, as, as one might see. It's probably, honestly, cheaper to buy a plane ticket and come all the way here to Ohio and, and, and buy a ticket for Nationwide than it is to get a ticket for a home game in Boston. That's how all those New York teams, Boston, that's why we probably see so many of them here. It's probably cheaper for them to come here. Like yeah. the ticket, yeah. anyway. Yeah, that was kind of, that no, was I would know. What? Y'all kind of talked at the same time. I didn't hear either of you. 
Artsy said something. No, well, you I, go. You're the host. You go. You go. Okay. Well, uh, you're right, though, Happy Duck, because I it is cheaper to go for many of these people. It is cheaper to come to Columbus and see the Blue Jackets play, and including the plane ticket. It, you know, I live in Illinois, and I like the Blue Jackets, and it's easier for as crazy as, as it sounds. Chicago is only like an hour away from my house, but it's easier to drive the seven hours to Columbus to go see the Blue Jackets play than it is to go to Chicago. Yeah, and probably. So I understand. I understand where those people are coming from. Yeah, but, and it's yeah. just funny. I was so in my section. I was like near near, near the top on this one, um, and and I was pretty much surrounded by a bunch of Bruins fans. And so, you know, I had a drink or two there and I just started, you know, when things happened, I could hear the echo of my claps and voice. Uh, that's how quiet it was around me. Um, so, uh, it was pretty funny. Arnsey, you were saying something. Nah, he muted. I, what? I, I was just going to say anyway. it is, it, it is easier to get the, plane slash bus tickets because oh, right. i would know um so uh yeah every time you know there was something good by the blue jackets of course the whole arena gets loud but up there kind of me and just my buddy cheering um we made sure that we were heard so um you know i hope they had a wonderful time at nationwide but um i also don't love seeing that many away jerseys that close to me i was just I have seen the Blue Jackets the last the Blue Jackets the last three years in a row at their home games against the Bruins. I actually have a ticket for the next one against the Bruins at home this year, and that was the first time I see I saw them one. So historically, the Jackets and the Bruins are currently 15, 14, 0, and 10. We have the one more win to them, and the Bruins are 14, 15, 0, and 10, and so. Someone's gonna break the tie, some point. I'm sorry. Someone's gonna tie it back up, maybe. Or if we beat the next one, then we're, then we're two games ahead historically against the Bruins, which I think is pretty good because historically, I think the Bruins have done really well. They have how many more cups than we do? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was a fun time. I had a blast. Um, you know, it's always fun whether or not they win or lose. Shout out to Jason Newland. Meeting you. Uh, went to our bar. Met him and uh, Sarah. Sarah uh, Kent as well. And that was cool seeing you guys. Um, also, as always, I see Boomer there. Shout out, Boomer. A little what, Boomer, sorry. Happy but, yeah. What was I saw you post pictures of your seats of the game? That was I see. I've been coming to Blue Jackets games since like two thousand nine, and I think and I've sat just about everywhere. And I and I think I have a pretty good idea on what every seat is in Nationwide yeah. Arena. And I saw those seats. Like I've never seen those seats before. It's just in a total random spot. Yep, it's uh so it's behind the benches, uh, upper deck, section two hundred three. Uh, I was actually the seats in front of those, yeah. but there were so few people around us. Me and my buddy kind of spread out, and like I was sitting in those for a while. Some other people people sat in those that it wasn't their seats either, and so it was it was kind of a fun time being up there. I, I uh, guess what I guess what I'm trying to get at here is that it just you know you can go to Happy Duck's Twitter page to see it, but like. You know, you go to any sporting event and just like the seats, they're in rows and they're proportional and everything looks right. And then these two seats that he took a picture of, it's like they're just two seats by themselves 
and it was just kind of in a random spot. It was super weird. Um, here, I'll bring it up real quick. Um, like it was interesting to see. I'm like, huh, I didn't know those seats were a thing. I learned something new. Um, so yeah, to our uh, video watchers, here you go. Um, section two hundred three, row P, seats one and two. So if you look here okay. at the to the right of the stairs, there's like a three yes. stair set. It's three yeah. stairs, so that way you can get up around the post to get up to the top row from this side. So there's no one behind you. It's got so much leg room and arm room. Like you could both get your own cup holders. Uh, I, I mean, that's some fantastic seats and if you didn't see here's the view from the seats well i was sitting directly in front of them but here's the view of the arena from there it's pretty good i, I mean that's like right between the red and blue line you know so you get to see almost everything only thing occasionally you saw things like i didn't notice not seeing things against the wall um from sitting here at all like the wall closest to me you know how it's like a blind spot but yeah dude the uh, if you guys ever get a chance, they're, and they're not, they shouldn't be super expensive at all because they're literally like, like second from the top row. <laughs> uh, section 203 row P seats one and two. I found my new season tickets for next year. Uh, <laughs> uh but hell yeah, that was probably, awesome time. Probably won't find a seat like that uh, in the other place, other place in Nationwide Arena, and, and to me, that kind of reminds me of just how there's some seats in uh, Wrigley Field that they're their own unique seat that you're not going to find in any other part of the stadium, like how it's just kind of off-angled a little bit. There's a seat in front of, like, a pole and just, like, you know, quirky, fun stuff like that. So, like, when I see what your seat well, what your seat was, it just reminded me of all the interesting seats at, like, you know, Wrigley Field of all the Cubs games I've gone to over the years. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I had a great time there. That was a great experience. You know, I definitely had to tell people about that because it was uh, definitely a different time. You know, not only did I go to our bar beforehand, it's the first time I've been there, and uh, we beat the Bruins. It's the first time I've seen that. And then the random seats. Dude, we had a blast. Me and my buddy did. So, uh, great win there. Of course, they won. Uh, they didn't win the game before that. Um, the Blue Jackets. They... Uh, good game for like most of it and then unfortunately it won too many but you know which is the story of the blue jackets this season is that when they unfortunately lose it's because they play a good game it's just they make one or two mistakes and that's unfortunately that's what that's what is the game right there yeah five but, five goals in the third period it yeah between the two teams that's impressive you normally don't see that uh, but then the story is when the blue jackets win it's like they just play a good, solid effort, a good team game, and, you know, they to really the end. win. Until yeah. the last minute. Well, right, right. That's – that so, kind of got me. So, what, from your perspective, why and what – well, what did you see from that from that game and why the Bruins may have lost that game? Well, they just didn't play their defensive game that they usually play. Um Gave away, gave away too many opportunities, didn't help Swayman out at all, um, and, you know, didn't score enough goals either. I mean, they've scored they've scored at least three goals in every single game this season. But that right. One, yeah. That's the first one. So, yeah, so that's pretty good on Spencer Martin and the Jackets defense to do that. 
he was not getting close to a shutout there until like the very end. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, our kids bailed us out or we would have been shut out. Yeah. I believe it was Pacha and Beecher that scored for us. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, just the vets didn't show up. Yeah. And Spencer Martin did. I think that's probably one of his best games he's had this year. I think it might only be his second win uh, as well. Yeah. So, he's, he did very well that game. He did. He did. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm terrified for our game against San Jose tomorrow. <laughs> So well, so it is interesting that the the Blue Jackets beat earlier this year. You know, of of the two games, they actually beat the Rangers once, who they were, you know, just recently beat the Bruins to become the number one ranked team in the NHL currently. And because they were tied with the Bruins at one point, and so um, it's interesting that like when we faced those teams, like the teams where it's like the odds are the worst against us that they could be and we sh- we show up we ruin everyone's bets <laughs> yeah i i looked at the schedule Mo- like most of the wins that the blue jackets have had this season have been against teams that made the playoffs last season so i just it's just a credit to the blue jackets for you know when they play a better team that made the playoffs last season that they sh- they show up and they get it done and it's a credit to them for being able to do it so good good for you and of course you know that that game against the rangers i was at that game where boone jenner had a hat trick and that was so cool it was a great game to be at um so but yeah and then uh besides spencer martin another big reason why the blue jackets won that game against the bruins is uh the russian players because the story of that game Uh. The story of that game minus Spencer Martin was if you had a Russian last name, you were you scored a goal, and that's just how it went, you know. <laughs> you know so, there's a record Krill actually Marchenko. made during that game. It's like Krill, Krill Marchenko, then you had uh Yegor Chinikov, then you have Ivan Provorov, then you have <clears throat> then you had have uh Voronkov. Voron yeah, Dmitry Voronkov. Oh, did you hear the same? And it was the first time ever in NHL history that that one team has had four Russian players score a goal in the same game for the same team. Which is interesting to think. You'd think something like that would happen, but it hasn't. Up until that. Right. Yes, See, I was about to say. No, because that's something that when you're watching the game on Monday night, they brought that up. Like, oh, that's interesting to see that that hasn't happened, especially with what all the good Russian players that Detroit had, but it didn't happen. So the Blue Jackets are the first team in NHL history to have four Russian players score a goal in the same game for the same team. Hell yeah. I mean, I thought that was such a neat stat. Like, I mean, of all weird records there there are um that's the that's one of the weirdest i've heard of uh just four russians on the, for the same team scoring one night uh and then also justin danforth actually has played in the khl danforth off so danforth off yeah he's scored as well too honorary russian justin danforth off yes <laughs> danforth um, off so yeah, um, also kind of so tailing off of that that game 
last time. I noticed something when I was at the game. Uh, I saw a young Cole Sillinger sporting a mustache. And so it got me looking around, and I've kind of noticed it on some others, other uh, Blue Jackets players as well, that it seems to be there's a mustache-growing competition, maybe, amongst the players. I'll get to the bottom of this, but I just want to show off um, one of them real quick. Um, share, uh, this is going to be... Isn't it not for November? Right. Is it? Like, is I it thought November? I noticed, but... Oh, all right. Well, cool. Then I, I don't know why I didn't think about that. So here is, while he hasn't shaved the rest of his face yet, he might be for the tiny scheme. This is Good Branson and his glorious mustache. Right. Right. And pretty dope. Um, so he doesn't really have one. Your check. Here's your check's kind of beard and mustache. But he has a mustache there. So anyway, uh, let me bring up another one that's a style and mustache. And also, uh, we got to show this is line is fit for tonight. Um, he always has line. good ones. Here we go. Look at, look at Patty's. Oh, for yes. Yes. The fit. That's beautiful. Yeah. Ready for a nice round of. And he's got a mustache as well. If you can't see it, he's got a mustache. So anyway, um, then Cole Sillinger. I wish I could find a picture of Cole's mustache right now because his looked pretty good on him, actually. Uh, these dudes pulled off. I think Good Branson's might be the best. Have you guys? Oh, and I think uh, I'm pretty sure I saw Rowenski with a mustache as well. So I'm just curious, who do you guys think on the 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 Blue Jackets currently has the best mustache? Have you seen them all? Is well, based off of what I've seen. Based off of what I've seen, it's got to be Eric Branson, because <laughs> it's like it's a good mustache, but I also think because he's an older dude, it just fits with him. Some of these, some of these younger people try and do the mustache thing, and it just doesn't work out. <laughs> it, it, yeah, you know, like it's like wait, like two or three more years when you get older, and then you could probably, you know, pull it off. And, <laughs> Some of these people, they they tr I appreciate their effort and it, they try, but it just doesn't work out. So yeah. some people can do it and some people can't. But Erica <laughs> Branson, I like your mustache. Oh yeah. Oh, here's Zach's. Here I'm, I I gotta mute this one, but uh, here's Zach Rowenski's uh, mustache. Whoops, that's the wrong thing. I need to share that. Let's see. So he's in an interview. Oh yeah. Oh okay. That's yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's a pretty decent stash he's got going that's there, you know. Good. And he's kind of got the the hair going out the back of him too, right there. I mean, looking almost like he stepped out of late seventies in a way. <laughs> All right, man. Number two, good. Zach Renzi gets the number two spot for best mustache on the Blue Jackets. I'm oh, calling yeah. that. I, I mean, honestly. Um, honestly, I think Johnny Gaudreau might have one too right now. Let me see if I can find that one too. I should have been more prepared for this. Um, oh, okay. So here is here is Cole Sillinger's uh, mustache. <laughs> this, this is important. All right, this is for science. Yeah. Here's Cole Sillinger's mustache. He's got a little tiny bit of the um, 
okay. what do they call it? The like a cop. Oh, he's got almost like a like a chin thing going on too. Chin strap. Um. No, it's more of a go. It's more of like a soul patch with the. Oh. With the mustache. Those are chin balls. And I mean, so a couple other guys. I mean, Provorov has has, has a beard, obviously. Um, uh, oh, here is a fantastic picture of Good Branton and his mustache. Oh, this God. looks like this looks like, sir. I need to step out of the vehicle. That's what yeah. that looks like right there. Especially with the lights in the background. Yeah. Oh no, mm. it's giving me flashbacks. Looking like a um, nice, nice photo before some police brutality. Love to, love to see it. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll move on. All right, thanks for that. <laughs> hockey picks that go hard. Uh, hockey picks yeah. that go hard, definitely. Hockey picks so, that yeah. get you arrested. Shout I out think, to Milan Lucic. Good Branson, <laughs> I think, has the best. And I'm going to go... I don't know, dude. Honestly, Pat, Patty Laine, he's kind of had his. And the way he had it trimmed up for tonight's game, I think it's looking pretty good. I think it, it looks... I, I think his is better than Zach's only because he wears it all the time. And I think uh, it goes really well with his bald head look. <laughs> I think y'all sleeping on Jenner's mustache, but okay. Oh, yeah. You know what? I don't know if I was able to. That's pretty good, one. too. Jenner's is, is, I mean, he looks tough. I mean, he already looks yeah. tough without it, but he. Well, he shaved his, like, he keeps his, his shaved beard. Like, his beard is completely shaved up and trimmed yeah. up. It's just a stash. <laughs> Clean. <laughs> Clean. Um, so yeah, after that important news, um, I had something else that I kind of wanted to talk about. And it's totally escaping me right now. Um, all right, well let's uh, let's, let's you know let's, we got some fans from around the NHL. Yeah, let's, let's right. talk a little well, NHL right. right now. Why? Why? Ohio State legend Mason Lorai. Yes, call him up. <laughs> he was not the problem. <laughs> I would love. It would have been awesome to see him play in Columbus. Yeah, maybe the next game. Yeah. Um. Oh, here's uh. Never mind. I just keep looking at these interviews. Uh, I'm still looking for. uh, Sorry, I'm still looking for uh, Boone Jenner's mustache here. Uh, but um. Yeah. Mason Lorai. So I kind of want to, we just have a couple minutes before I want to do the ad read here. Um, actually, let me do the ad read, and then we're going to talk about... Uh, Everybody's favorite, Bill Hunter. Corey Perry. I am so unprepared as always. Sorry, DraftKings. So just look at some DraftKings NHL odds tonight. Um, so obviously the, the Blue Jackets are going to be playing right after this show. They play uh, at 7 o'clock uh, against the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, it's a home game for the Jackets. So it looks like uh, they are not... Uh, so on the money line, they're minus 130, which I think is favored to win. And Montreal Canadiens are plus 110. So... Um, I don't really know how how Montreal's been playing here recently. Uh, do you guys have any clue? I haven't looked into it much before. They've been I. They've been I. Oh, okay. 
They beat the Bruins. They're nine. Uh, they're they're uh, sitting at nine, ten, and two. Oh, okay. So that's Mid. not bad. I mean, oh, so let's talk about tomorrow. Uh, you mentioned the San Jose Sharks versus the Boston Bruins. The Boston Bruins money line is a uh, minus five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm and the Sharks people. And then the Sharks is a plus three hundred and eighty. So. Um, you know, if you want to do like a little tiny, tiny something, I think the payout for that, if it, it happened, would be big. But this is not advice by any means. Please bet, bet on the sharks. Check out the uh, odds yourself. Yeah. Um, damn. Please. And then uh, the Flyers play the Devils tomorrow as well, too. So uh, Devils are favored to win at minus one fifty-five, and Flyers are plus one thirty on the money line. So good luck to the Flyers. As long as Torch puts out, you know, actual lines that, you know, go together, I think we'll hey, be all right. Don't be bad-mouthing Torch in this podcast. Bro, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's cool. Sorry. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> you know how Can't it is. Anyway, uh, download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Uh, bonus bets expire with 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 800 uh, Gambler or visit www.1800Gambler.net uh, in New York. Call 877 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467 In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-8789-7777 or visit ccbgt.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boohoo Casino and Resort. 21 plus ages for varies by jurisdiction. Board in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. We're not even using that on the air right now. So, um, anyway, the. You know, with all the chaos of that and everything else going on, we also have the chaos of a second ad read. Uh, it may so, and keep in mind, this is kind of a Black Friday one. It's an old ad read. It may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. Why not take care of it now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare? Especially when you get some of the best deals of the season well before. It's not before, but uh, Black Friday, you can shop Raycon products now and save up to fifty percent off. Because the early Black Friday sh- sale is going on now. They should have paid us to do a different ad read. Uh, you've heard me talk about Raycon's yeah. products before. You know, I've always liked how I like the sweat resistance, you know, so I can uh, not be afraid as much when I'm out there, uh, you know, doing some lawn work. And they're noise canceling. Uh, Raycon made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds, known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features. Like a 32-hour battery life and a perfect in-ear fit for all-day wear and lasting comfort. And this past year, they expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. Um, their five-star reviewed Magic 180 cable allows you to charge iOS, micro USB, and Type-C devices eight times faster with 100-watt power delivery. Their faucet filter ultra filters the water in your tap against chlorine and heavy metals. It's a must-have, ensuring the water you use to wash your face and brush your teeth is actually clean. Um, to get everyone on the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site with select products up to 50% off. Hurry now to buy Raycon, uh, hurry now to buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. 
That's buyraycon.com slash THPN. Score up to 50% off Raycon products. Check it out. Do the things. You know, and while we're at it, you know, do the whole like and subscribe. Don't forget to like it if you're enjoying your, the content here. Uh, follow us on wherever. Go check us out on TikTok even. We're, we have a TikTok somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah thanks to awesome. William. Yes. So, and, William. Yeah. William, tell us, tell the people about the TikTok page. Um, I'm gonna start posting on it a little bit more and more. The handle is Brew Jackets Pod, all yeah. lowercase, yeah. and the profile picture just, should just be the main logo. So, there you go. Good, dope. Check it out. We're there. Uh, so as promised before the ad read. Uh, we got to let some people know. I'm sure there's some people who don't follow it quite as closely as we do at the NHL, but it involves the, the Columbus area a little bit. So Barely. many people have heard about... Um, fuck, you threw me off. Um, Corey Perry. That's right. A lot of people have heard about how Corey Perry you know, was uh, suspended. Actually, he was fully released. He was put on waivers with the intent of... Uh, firing contract him. termination contract, contract termination, termination yes um and the rumor was it was because he had um a relationship with connor Bernard's mom um, i did not have sexual <laughs> relations with that so woman. you know um if this were true um just things would have gone uh, about different. Like they would have probably confirmed or done it right away to stop the the rumors or whatever. I don't know. I don't think so. From what I understand is Corey Perry, um, while the team was in Columbus here this year, something happened between him and a, a Chicago Blackhawks employee. We don't know what. Uh, we don't know who. Um, it's a shame. I mean, he's not very young. He should. He knows a lot better by now. I, we don't know what happened. We can't only speculate because the the Blackhawks are not being transparent once again. Now, honestly, if it involves actually something criminal, they might not even be able to be allowed to say. It, so. it was uh, so it was it was consensual, but I also want to point out that Corey Perry is married with a wife and kids. So yeah, well. I don't know if you guys remember seeing Connor McDavid a few years ago holding hands with someone who wasn't his wife either. Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not the yeah. Edwin Spoker incident. The nice Just saying, dude. There's always something like that all the time. And so. Some people have issues keeping it in their pants. I just think it's, it, you know, it obviously, so it's not illegal enough to get the cops involved, right? But it's no. not, it's it's too much to like let everybody know that the teammates claim to not know. So, but it, it's something that mm. is private enough that they don't want to tell everybody. Yet, like, I don't know. I just like, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, it's to me, 
I understand where they're coming from with the whole like really quickly firing thing because it's the Blackhawks and they pretty much have to. But I'm just curious as as what the whole story when it when it's going to come out. So I'll wait till then before I pass any sort of judgment. But the rumors really had some good memes going. Um, <laughs> I feel so bad about that actually. I mean, dude, dude, the kid's 18 years old, right? Um, I also seen rumors floating around about how he's unhappy with the uh, uh, the culture there and the lack of respect in the yeah, locker room or something like that. About that. Yeah, so mention that a bit, and we'll go into our own players who um, who have uh, maybe some similar issues. Uh, do it to win your mom. <laughs> this is not necessarily like the most um, trustworthy news site, so I don't know what this is. Primetime Snoop, Breaking News Chicago. Sources state uh, close to Bernard State is currently very unhappy with the Blackhawks culture and eventually wants out of Chicago. Feels isolated, frustrated by the lack of respect uh, locker room and organization. So, um, so I don't know. It just I sounds like some fluff. At, there's there's reporters who will literally just say anything to to because maybe Bedard oh, was six. unhappy with the way they played one night, and he's like, "Oh, it must be mean." He's unhappy with the Blackhawks. Maybe maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. Like, would I be happy uh, being drafted by the Blackhawks? No, no. Yeah. I'd be mad as hell. You know, there's a reason Fantilli was like, "Hey, Blue Jackets, let's go." You know. Uh, yeah. organization yeah because Hooray. in in his own words because the blue jackets had a lot of people who played in michigan and that's he he liked that so that's why he's like oh yeah blue jackets i like that um, ohio and so hefty doc you did say before the show you wanted to talk about dmitry Varankov. yes and so this leads us into our own players here so it's also been opined, or I don't know if it's factual or what. So recently, um, a, a news article came out um, from he sh- who shall not be named on this podcast mentioned that um, Vronkov was feeling unhappy, homesick uh, here in Columbus. You know, this and that about it. Um, you know, and then recently, you know, he got a lot of love after that. After after the fans heard that, they poured it on. There was a sign given to him. I mean, I'm I've been a Vronkov, his number one fan for a few weeks now. I mean, the, he, as I said on a Twitter post, he was everything he promised to be, and then some. This dude's the real deal, and yeah, I just think it's ridiculous. What do you guys make of that? Uh, well, so obviously there's that, there was that rumor going around that he was thinking about maybe going back to Russia, you know, but then it turns out actually he changed his mind and he wants to stay in Columbus because he talked to people from the Blue Jackets, his, his friend, his teammates, his family, his friends, and they all encouraged him to stay in Columbus and play for him. And that's what he decided to do. And I'm glad he did that. Because Dmitry Vorankov has been fun to watch. He is a big, beautiful uh, Russian man that is like a big bear that is just fun to watch and how he just bullies people and just puts awesome hits on them. Now, 
I'm just so impressed by the fact that he's a big dude and he knows that to use his size to his advantage. Because sometimes you see it where there's these big dudes, but they don't know how to use their size to their advantage. Or eventually they do get to that point, but it kind of takes a while for them to get there. It was a similar idea. That's what happened with when the Blue Jackets had Pierre-Luc Dubois, which was he was a bigger dude, started off kind of not as good, but then once he figured out how he could use his size to his advantage, it really, he just took off from there and made him that much better of a player. And we've seen multiple times this season so far where Timothy Veronkop just uses his size to his advantage, whether that be to win a puck battle along the boards, whether that be to get a turnover, whether that be to use as a screen, whether that be to score a goal, and just so much more. He's just fun to watch, and just watch him to see him use his size to his advantage is just awesome. And I just don't think the Blue Jackets have ever had that a guy like that who's that big and that talented. He's he's already good now, but easily two, three, four, five years down the road, he'll be even more good, and he's going to be one of the star players for the Blue Jackets. Oh, definitely. And him getting to play with Fantilli. Yeah, he's wow. yeah, I know. So he's that good, and he's that fun to watch. So. Shout out to you, Dmitry Voronkov. I love you, you big, beautiful Russian man. Keep going. Oh, yeah. So uh, we got to bring up another Russian then too, Chinikov, who has stated before, like earlier, like like last season, the season before, he was also homesick as well. It happens to everybody at some time, I'm yeah. sure. But he was all. It was also stated that he has maybe requested out of Columbus, which would right. really surprise me since, like, He's like I don't know, like the. the Three of the four Russians we have are all about around the same age, yeah. similar ages, right? And yeah. and then even Provorov, I mean, he's just older guy, yeah. I guess. He's not much older at all. So it's yeah. like they have that company, you know. So I think part of it too was Veron- uh, Veronkov was living in like a hotel since he's yeah. been up here. So I don't know about the Chinikov thing. Like I don't want to see either of them go by any means. I think that they're both going to end up being a big no. part of this. I mean. I would be really so, bummed. Uh, Jason Newland, Jason Newland, a good friend of mine in Columbus. He does uh, articles for the hockey right hockey writers, oh, yeah. and um, he recently did an article about Yegor Chinikov. And I mean, it could change, but in the article, he asked Yegor Chinikov's agent about that, and he said that for now, that Yegor Chinikov doesn't want to leave. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear then, too, because, you know, it's rough. I mean, you got to remember, like, these guys aren't from here. You know, even if they were to move their families over here um, or, or what, you know, to live with them, it can still be rough, you know, and, and Vronkov does, doesn't know much English either. So, you know, I, I understand where they're coming from. They're young, too. They're all young kids. So hopefully we're able to, you know, keep it together for the season and, and have a good one. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this. I know Veronkov doesn't speak a lot of English, but when you hear him talk English, he it, it's fine. Like if you didn't know, if you, if you didn't know that he was from Russia and didn't speak a lot of English, you would just assume that he's just a big dude from like America or Canada that can speak English. 
So it's not a lot, but like the English that he can speak, it's a credit to him because it's pretty actually, per, you know, pr pretty good. Yeah. You know, we can go back to Yegor Chinikov when he first started playing for the Blue Jackets. His English wasn't the greatest. And it was kind of like more somewhat closer to a broken English when he talked in the limited English that, you know, he did. Of course, his good job, good work, good goal, good game next, an iconic moment. Um, you know, you Absolutely know, iconic. so, but no, but credit to Dmitry Ronkov. I know you don't speak a lot of English, but the English you do speak, it actually sounds, you know, pretty good. And he did yeah. get the cap. He did get the Kepi last game. Yeah. Oh, that's right, too. So uh, we'll go over that here in just a second. I want to do a rundown of the game tonight really, really quick, and then we'll kind of you know start wrapping it up since the game's here in like 20 minutes. Um, so real quick, the rundown for tonight. Or was there anything else you had to add there real quick? No, I just... Okay. Dmitry Voronkov, I love you, you big, beautiful Russian man. You're fun to watch, and I'm glad you're on the Blue Jackets. Um, so, uh, you know, obviously the Jackets just won off the Boston Bruins really big. We have to, they have to keep that same energy tonight for sure. Um, this is actually from an article by the wonderful uh, Jason Newland. He is the uh, reporter for the Columbus Blue Jackets team site with the Hockey News. So check him out on thehockeynews.com slash NHL slash Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, so uh, from the lines this morning, he's saying that Texier is moving up to play with Fantilli and Line. That could be cool. I think Texier played great the other night. He's been playing great. Whether he's producing points or not, I think he's been playing great. Um, Vronkov's moving out to play with Silly and Chinikov. I think that'll be cool. I, I, I'm kind of tired of this uh, musical chairs with all the lines, though. I wish that when something's working out, we kind of stick with it a little bit longer. Just a little bit, you know? Um Deep pairs are the same. Matthew Olivier is going to be a healthy scratch again. So once again, keeping him around uh, because he's worth it. He's he's like a little bit older than the other guys. You know, if we put him on waivers, he's getting picked up. We need a tough guy just in case sometimes. Andrew Peaks, a healthy scratch. Uh, Merzlikens will be starting in net. So, uh, yeah, there's your little rundown of tonight's game. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I hope we get him back from the first time. That's pretty much what I got to say about tonight's game. So, is there anything else you guys want to bring up real quick? Anything? Anybody? Uh, Fuck the Habs. Man. <laughs> Fuck the Habs. What, what, why? Why, though? Why we got to fuck them? Yeah, because they're so, uh, well. Something uh, to look at, something to look, keep an eye on, is that Jordan Dumay. He may be a, a guy that gets picked to play for Canada's World Junior Team. He could have had could have happened last season. It didn't happen, but it could happen. He could be one of those guys that makes the World Junior Team. And then uh, Gavin Brinley, he could. He's a guy that could be a guy that could play for USA's hockey team in the World Junior. So. You know, keep an eye out on that. It'll be uh, interesting to see. Uh, I don't have the video with me. I'll have to post it, share the video for next week's show. But um, it's a vi it's a video during Michigan's uh, 
one of the more recent games, and it's a video uh, Gavin Brindley taping his stick. And I just thought that was you know, kind of interesting mm-hmm. how he taped his stick and, and, and everything. And uh, get... Utinimations, what's up, man? This is a comment coming in from YouTube for audio listeners. He says, y'all didn't tell me there was a Blue Jackets tonight. Damn. Well, Utinimations, uh, I'm not sure who you are. It's Goose. <laughs> oh, what's oh, up, it's, Goose? Oh, it's oh, Goose. Who cares? Goosey. I got um, Goose. Um, plus, shout out to Goose for this profile pick. <laughs> that's right. My guy, Goose. Uh, used for my profile pick. <laughs> And uh, let's see here. So, yeah, and I just, you know, Michigan, the Michigan hockey on social media. And one of the reasons I picked Gavin Brindley, because he's a Blue Jackets prospect, but also I've looked at other, you know, teams that have Blue Jackets prospects, and they're just not very good about posting about what's going on with their team or their, their players or anything. But like I go to Michigan's like pages on social media and like they're really good about that. They're always posting stuff about their team and like if they have like fun videos where they ask the guys questions or pictures or anything. And I'm always looking for Gavin Brindley. And if I see it, I say, oh, there it is. And I save it to put on the show. Um, so that's why. That, that's the re- if people are wondering why Kevin is so focused on Gavin Brindley, that's basically the reason why because Michigan hockey does a better job of promoting their team compared to other teams that I've seen with yeah uh, with Blue Jackets prospects. So uh, I want to just shout this out real quick to Torts, and then we'll have to start wrapping up. Uh, yeah. Do you guys see this? Torts this is a credit to Archie's team. All right, so this young boy um, has, I believe, brain cancer of some sort. Owen uh, McKitchie or something. I, and anyway, McKitchie. Yeah, so the Flyers had him sit uh, on the bench with them. Uh, I'm curious uh, how many swear words he learned. <laughs> yeah. All three or four. Uh, anyway, I just had to share that. John Tortorella, that's awesome. He's like talking to him on the bench and everything, too. But, the bummer didn't win for him, but it is what it is, you know. He's telling yeah. him to call the lines, probably telling, you know, yelling at Scott Lawton because he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh... <laughs> no, but that's that's a fun once in a lifetime experience from that kid that he got to be on the bench during the hockey game, and you know, listen, for uh, however however long that experience was, he got to learn from one of the best coaches in hockey, John Tortorella. And those are just, it's just a fun story that he can share with his family and friends, like 20 years from now. Like, yeah, you know, I was at, at, I was at, you know, I was at a hockey game and I was standing next to John Tortorella and I was talking to him and, you know, all this, you know, other stuff. So, you know, that, that's pretty cool. And that's, you know, John Tortorella, always a class act, a good guy, a good coach, not just for the, the Flyers, but for the Blue Jackets, and uh, it's it's just it's great to see. And he's a he, he's a good guy like that because he does a lot of stuff with charity and you know stuff with military and you know just stuff like with the kid and stuff like that because that's just the kind of person that he is. So good for you, John Tortorella. A fun moment for that kid. No, it was super cool. Um, 
so yeah, we gotta start wrapping her up here because the game's about to be on here soon. Uh, why don't we start it here on the bottom? We'll start with Wyan and work our way around. Wyan, you got anything uh, you want to talk about real quick and then in under two minutes? Or shout-outs? Yeah, or um, follow me on Twitter at Bruins Wyan. Um, and Bruins, start playing better because you're playing like absolute shit <laughs> as of late. <laughs> All right, well, there you go, Bruins. Listen to Wyan. He has a message for you. Dude, you can get back to the number one spot. Yeah, I believe in you. But maybe you don't want no, that. You don't, you don't want that. Well, yeah. if you don't but, want that, let the Rangers have it. Yeah. Let, the, let the Knights let have, the Rangers it. have it. Let the Knights hey, have I, it, yeah. I, did, I've been, I have been telling you this, Wyan, before on like the discords we've been on and everything, which is, you know what, maybe – Okay, you, you had it minus the playoffs. You had a good season, and you don't like how it ended, but maybe they're just using that as motivation to just keep going and continue to play good and let never let something like that happen again. And, if, you know, you get to the playoffs and you just see how far you can go and, you know, change the narrative, uh, uh, you know, a little bit, you know? Yeah. So, uh, on to you, Hartsey. You got anything else you want to talk about real quick or uh... – uh, yeah, bonjour, bonjour, je m'appelle Hartsi. Uh, Perry Goalie 79 on uh, Twitter. You can follow me there, please. I'm, I'm desperate. Uh, and uh, claim your FHL team, or I will come to your house. I know where you live. Why not both? And, um, uh, I'm kidding. Allons les habitants. Ah, yes. And then, of course, we cannot forget that Hartsi absolutely has swag and, uh, and Riz, because you know, he, he used a woman as, as, a, as a pillow, just the oh, absolute, absolute sad and absolutely beautiful movie with the Riz. With the Riz, absolutely beautiful move. And you know, Rizzly Bear, Rizzly yeah. I think Bear. William has something to say. Uh, William, uh, William, so yeah, we'll move on to William. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? quick in under two minutes or shout outs or anything <laughs> well yeah not. all right well, yeah. sorry i thought you were selling hartsy um no so um, i agree with what kevin said about hartsy and um so um follow me on twitter and tiktok that one tvj fan as i said before follow the brew jackets tiktok account <laughs> I am watching you. Follow right now. <laughs> and um, join the FHL, but make sure your team isn't as good as my team. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Shut up! <laughs> Owen, uh, anything else you want to talk about? Shout out or thing? Or are you done there? Uh, I'm just about ready to watch this game and eat some Tyson chicken nuggets. So. Oh, yeah. I'm about to go warm up some real real. I'm so hungry right now. Yeah, I'm having so tacos. You having honey mustard? I, I, I got a pizza uh, on the way. Like a basic bitch. Ooh. Now you got pussy on the way. Wednesday. Dear God. Okay. Um, watch party <laughs> on the Discord if anybody's interested. Yeet. <laughs> anyway, I think you're the last one to plug. Uh, your Twitter page, Owen. Yeah, it's Bjork swag. Follow it or or surrender now. 
Shender to his puzzy eye. Yeah, Yo, what? Oh. Oh. Doomers, I swear. <laughs> uh, every one of you deserves a little, a little smack in the mouth next time I see you. Or Jeez. the ass, either or. Either or. Jesus yeah. Christ. Whichever, whichever you prefer. Hefty Doc does um, not discriminate. We have seven minutes. We have Except seven minutes for against before. William. I'm sorry. You don't... You don't get it. Cut the... Uh, cut the Kev. Thing, please. On you, uh, last, yeah, uh, last few things, last few minutes. Okay, well, of course, um, th- a big thank you to everyone who's uh, watched to- not just today's show, but every other show. And you know, go check out our YouTube channel and like, share, subscribe, and you know, do all that all that all that other stuff. And of course, it's always great to have Hefty Duck and Owen and William and Wyan and um, the Man of Truth himself. Artsy, so See? yes, you are the man of truth, Artsy. You are the man of truth. Six minutes into the game, but, but <laughs> anyway, but uh, good, good to be on everyone with the show. Um, as always, you know. Anyways, yes, that like I do every time, every show, it is a picture of my brother's dog, Cooper, who is the greatest dog of all time. What the dog? So there's that. And again, I've said this before many times, but you know, Zach Wierenski, just for the laughter and the memes, I just need you to wear this jacket again, this nice suit and tie. Just, just wear it again for the laughter. And the memes and the Blue Jackets won some games when you wore that back in the 2016, 2017 season. So, anyways, uh, just for the memes, you know, wear that suit. Anyways, and, um, you know, go check out Uni Blue Soldiers, a fun Blue Jackets theme group that I run. Hell yeah. Yeah. Nope. Subscribe. Anything else for you? Uh no no cool. I'm just re- I'm just ready to watch the Blue Jackets. All right, play. so this is to our audio great. listeners out there. Thank you very much for being here. We love you. Um, sorry that you know if you're listening to this after the game that we're whatever. I don't care. Yeah, I do care actually. Won. Thanks for listening. Um, thank you for all of our uh, watchers out there on on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, we love you all. Don't forget to like and subscribe and whatnot for all the Blue Jackets content anyway this has been an episode of the brew jackets we'll see y'all next week